Masal Harry, Sabal Harry, Harry to you wherever you tuned in from. This is the Justice Watchers podcast, where we tell the stories of brave individuals who strive to promote and protect human rights in our communities, where we unwrap closely knit empowering stories. The stories thread the DNA of those that pick up the hammer when the judge and jury exit the corridors of justice, of those that handle the scales where blind lady justice has left the balance unattended, of those who raise their voices outside the streets where the crowd has stopped agitating for their rights. This is the Justice Watchers podcast, a joint from the National Coalition for Human Rights Defenders Kenya. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good whatever time it is from where you are listening to us from. My name is Obino Yamane, a human rights defender and also a staff at the Defenders Coalition. Welcome yet again to the to another episode of the Justice Watchers podcast where we share stories about the work of human rights defenders in Kenya. With me today I'm honored to be hosting Mama Habiba. Habiba is a, a woman human rights defender from Mandera County. She is uh, one of the founding members of the Defenders Coalition. Habiba is also the founder of Habiba International, which is an organization that works to promote uh, the rights of women, girls, and children in Mandera County. Karibu sana, Mama Habiba. Asante. Kwa majina naitwa Mama Habiba from Mandera County. Though I represent Northeastern. First, our organization is called Habiba International Women and Youth Affairs. I deal with uh, all sort of violence against women because main project, we're just talking of the main project like development. When I just observe and see that people are focusing on men-oriented project, we meet some ladies and a few men we form a group and then we register Habiba International Women and Youth Affairs with the Bureau. From there, uh, I start working with the community uh, on the side of education, uh, wife inheritance, uh, GBP, even political where women are not allowed in our area because of our culture. When we see that, we sit down. After, regi- after registration, we, r- we wrote a proposal for Norwegian Church Aid. They were our first founder. And then they, they gave us a grant whereby we educate women, women, girls, and youth. From there, we started working on the ground with the community, but the challenge was there because of our culture, where women are not allowed to talk in front of men, uh, that we have broken that silent, and then we start working with the community of Mandera, and then work with the community closely, women, Youth, I'm also working the right of child right. 
and then with a, of course with a, with a county and the national government we come together we had a series of trainings for them from there i didn't stop i went ahead and uh, we come together again on human right defender as women we come together to talk of the right of women because nobody was talking voice of the voiceless i volunteer most of my work was voluntary apart from the norwegian uh, funding most of my life my life was voluntary i sacrificed my life for the right of women and children and youth and uh, up to now even my children are now human rights defenders automatically because i am the founder and i am the mother and everything so from there we came together to nairobi we made a network for human rights eight province by that time it was province we came together we picked one 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 eight of us we came to nairobi raised uh, our own transport to come to nairobi from the eight provinces maybe you know the eight provinces of kenya mm. then we used to sit in one of the hotels i can't remember exactly now because it is many years now and then uh, we started with the 50 shilling this organization you are go- you are seeing it now and then we contributed 50 50 we come and we sit we sit, started after that we registered national coalition of human rights uh, where uh, we got some funding there was somebody else who was ahead of the program but we changed it because of the some reasons confidential to us as a human right we don't want to say everything as a human right we keep for ourselves some things so we we change that guy and tuliko sasa na mustakamau where that is where the organization started so we were given a lot of capacity building this time from 50 we moved to adona that is where we got offices we got staff we got everything that a human office could be so we were we were we, we established as national coalition of human right the year was 2007 so when the organization national coalition of human right was started we started i think almost now is 15 years if i'm not wrong Then from there we had a lot of challenge because I come from northern Kenya uh, whereby uh, sometimes when you are fighting for the right of the people people themselves they don't know the right so national collusion has given us capacity building whereby all the human rights we are called together in northern Kenya to be given a capacity building so that we know our right as a human right defender and then the community knows also their right so that where there is something they can report and they know where to report so from there we continued so some of our human right defenders had a lot of challenges when it comes because we work in border uh, and uh, when we have a, a challenge we call the office and then we are evacuated whereby some of our human defenders were evacuated to Nairobi 
where sometimes you stay and uh, air, air ticket is paid. So there were national collusion was just a shoulder to cry on. They were taking care of. Kenya Human Rights also is there. And they, of course, they collaborate. So uh, I think if I am not wrong, I don't know whether I've left something, mm. but that you, is Human yes. Rights Defender. Yes, you've, you've covered pretty much uh, a huge part of the conversation. However, there are things that you've spoken about passionately and I think it's important that the listener gets to understand when you say the word sacrifice. You've spoken about you sacrificing your life for women and children. Maybe you would tell us more what this means so that someone who's listening can get a good grasp of what you mean. Uh, sacrifice is something that you have given your life to save somebody in problem. You save his life so that uh, that person can gain or can be defended or can get a right, his right or her right or the children's right. That is the way you sacrifice yourself to save somebody who's mm. in need of something. Mm. Mm. Is there a specific incident that stays very close to your heart that you might want to share with us? Ah, oh, of course there are. There are many, 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 many of them because when it comes to a lady which is chased from her house just because her husband died and the culture, uh, I voted for her. I don't want to mention her name, her and with her six kids. Uh, I, I, I took the lady was removed from her and then her children were displaced plus the mother. That is where we moved, and I, we talked to uh, National Collusion. And then as women, we contributed uh, money, and they hired for her a lawyer as Mandera women. And then that lady, we hired a lady called Great. That is the case, was almost moving for almost a year, and uh, we succeeded. I'm very proud that we, we, we are very proud because we are women who have taken uh, part. And we succeeded in that court. And the lady was as a marital house. The man was ordered to hand over the keys to the lady and uh, to educate the lady. Uh, the court order was there. So the lady was back to her house, although she was divorced because divorce rate is high. And uh, up to this minute I'm talking to you, the children are well educated. They're back to their house and he's paying the maintenance. And the, the court ruled very well. Mm. And I'm very proud to talk of Mandera court, whereby everything is free and fair mm. when it comes to women issue. Mm. So that is one of the things. Number two, there's a lady who gave birth and uh, was out of school. So as an origin charge, we were given 16 girls every year in secondary school. During our proposal, I put that proposal, mm. me personally, because I was not educated very much. I was from a poor family, so I was looking for the right of a girl child, very much, very much. So, you know, Regent Church had give us 16 girls. Every year they pay for those girls, bright girls. So that lady was from sublocation, where the, she was very bright. She was a lady who was scoring uh, A. And then when she was married, because she didn't want her to be married, but because of her background, because she was from a poor background, 
the lady wanted to go back to school. So I went from Madeira to Ramo and took that lady by hand and taken her back to school. And she had one kid and the kid is with her grandmama. She has finished the school. I'm very happy. There are many, 16 girls every year. Norwegian church aid was paying. So the lady is now a big boss. There are many of them. Some of work, some of them are working. I'm very proud because I didn't get education. I didn't want to girls to get not to get education. That's why I was writing, fighting for the right of girl child. So some of them are bosses. Some of them are in, 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 in the big offices. And that lady is now working in Dubai. I don't want to mention how many of them are working outside the country. Uh, let me give you a short story. One of the days I went to NSSF, uh, I was in just in the line waiting for my turn because I used to be uh, a nursery teacher and Mendele uh, a field worker. I'm a social worker, automatic social worker, not in the university, but because of my lifestyle. I'm a, I'm a professor. Uh, I'm, I'm proud to say that. And then a lady just walked to me and then greeted me. And then, because she has seen the form that it is written Habiba Isaac, mm. coming from Habiba International, the lady walked to me and smiling and greeted me. And she said, do you remember me? I told her, no, I don't remember me. Then she told me, I'm one of the girls who had been paying school fees during the Norwegian Church Aid mm. program. And now I'm working. I, she is a senior officer. Wow. So she held my hand, hold me tight. I feel, I also, we were both crying. Oh, wow. So she took my phone and finished for me the work. And even she introduced me to her boss. My, I have a lot of fruitful story to tell. It makes so, you happy. Yes, it makes me happy. And I tell the stories to my children and my grandchildren, how I sacrificed my life. So, because of the way I brought up my children, if they see somebody or a lady was raped or anything, they are also volunteers. They work. They work automatically because of <coughs> because I'm a single mother, divorced with five kids. So I'm a mother. I'm a father. I'm everything. I'm breadwinner. So my children followed my lifestyle to save people's life. You're listening to the Justice Watches podcast. A joint from the National Coalition for Human Rights Defenders in Kenya. We champion the safety, security and well-being of human rights defenders in Kenya. We'd be happy to know the kind of insights that your immersion into the world of human rights defenders in Kenya has offered you today. For suggestions and feedback, log on to www.defenderscoalition.org. Visit our Facebook at Defenders Coalition, Twitter at Defenders KE, Instagram at Defenders KE. Or call us directly on 0716-200-100 for any emergencies. Wow, that is uh, a lot of information in <laughs> that you've packed in, 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 in one conversation. I think like we can have very long conversations mm-hmm. discussing about the things that you are very happy and proud of mm-hmm. for the period that you dedicated your life towards uh, supporting and promoting the rights of other people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we normally mention that uh, women, human rights defenders from various uh, places face a lot of uh, challenges. Mm-hmm. And uh, rightfully, you have mentioned some of them, and I know we can't exhaust. But I would want to you to tell the listener and share with the listener 
in terms of some of the challenges that you faced how have you been able to overcome first of all you must be yourself you must be honest work for the community mm-hmm. i got a lot of challenge sometimes i get threat threat messages i sometimes the men the, because i fight for the right of women and their children and the girl child because there's a lot of sodomy happening when you go to court they threaten you you have left your husband you have left your husband you have left your culture mm-hmm. you want to remove the other ladies from their house because you are very desperate you want as you look you look very desperate mm-hmm. um I don't reply. I don't become emotional. But my goal is to succeed that 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 uh, that case. So sometimes sometimes they look at you and uh, even tell your own children they make a challenge. They 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 ended up some of them teaching my children one of my son the last born I become a drug abuse so they even entered my life my personal life mm-hmm. so my son ended up in becoming addict of drug <coughs> then um, what I did I didn't tell anybody I didn't tell anybody I didn't disclose some of my personal issue <coughs> so what I did I tried to counsel the guy my celeste born and then talk to him that this drug is not good who taught you he told me one of the neighbors of course one of the people i have, i was following their case mm. so they, they 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 wanted me to turn off from human right and they wanted to change my focus from human right defender mm. so that i can focus on that this child who is a druggist mm. so um what i did is with his uh, elder sister uh we counsel him first return him to school he has finished form 4 from there i given i have because most of my work i've dedicated to work for for the community for getting my own family that's one thing i've discovered so when he finished his father left me i was a single mother so i took him to a college whereby he has finished last year wow he's qualified now he's my last born So of course when you are challenge is very many when you are human rights women human rights defender mm. and when it comes to election is more worse because they can even beat you up they can do anything so uh, as a human rights defender we are given capacity building how to defend ourselves security we are given a lot of security training so by the time you are going to monitor we are we have all the tools to protect ourselves and uh, the other thing mm. of course when it comes to security unless you work close with them mm. you will have a lot of problems so i know all the not, not all knowing but i try to 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 be very friendly with everybody okay Let, let's let's talk a little bit about uh, nimama project mm-hmm. uh you have been the focal person in Mandera County mm. you've uh, done quite a lot of work as you have rightfully mentioned and highlighted in the mm. conversation uh, perhaps if you could uh, 
tell us more about what are you proud of uh, of uh, the Women Human Rights Defenders in Mandela partnering with uh, the Defenders Coalition and also the Embassy of Norway in Kenya uh, about um, Nimama project. What are you proud of? What are you happy about when you see? Yeah, of course, I I less I, I want to send my sincere greetings and congratulations uh, to Norway uh, Embassy of Norway. Embassy, Embassy of Norway and very happy to meet him yesterday, 38. Uh, of course, it has benefited us a lot because we come from northern Kenya where, where most of the donors, they don't like it because of our lifestyle and the problem we have uh, from, 19, from, from a colony up to now. So uh, that program has helped Mimine Mama we were given a capacity building. A National Coalition of Human Rights have come to Mandera, I think, twice to train the, the women. And then we have two women groups which were trained on shampoo and, uh, and the soap and uh, make, picking uh, cakes and the mandazi. And uh, now they're benefiting they are the, for... For the income generating project, they are benefiting a lot. And uh, uh, me and my mama is an eye opener for Mandera County women. Mm-hmm. Although, uh, if you could have got uh, uh, more more funds, then they could have covered up to sub counties. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of uh, me and my mama program has benefited us. Okay. Uh, in terms of uh, advocacy work, Nimama, uh, because one of the reasons why we were coming to Mandera is to try and create uh, an understanding between duty bearers, between the local government and women human rights defenders, and try to create a, an enabling working relationship between them. Uh, is there any success that you've seen in terms of your collaboration with the county government or the, the environment is not changing? Uh, the collaboration is of course there. They were witness when they come from National Coalition of Human Rights. Mm-hmm. Uh, we worked close with the national government mm-hmm. and the county government mm-hmm. and even judicious. So they were also there uh, taking part of the training. So the collaboration is there very high because I work with everybody in Mandera. Mm-hmm. So the collaboration was there and they work with us. We don't do, we don't work in vacuum. We work, of course, with the county government, the national government, and the community. Mm. Mm. Oh, that is very great to hear. Mm. Uh, another thing uh, is to perhaps, if you can highlight, when it comes to well-being aspect of uh, women human rights defenders. Imama tunasema, hey, mi ni kona stress mingi, kazi yetu inatupea, inatuuma kichwa, you know, for women. And uh, for Nimama, it has been very deliberate when it comes to well-being we've been trying to offer services or make available well-being services to women human rights defenders, be it psychosocial, be it networking opportunities, be it debriefing opportunities. Uh, What is your say about your experience or other women from the network's experience uh, with well-being and the program? Yeah, uh, of course, stress is there and a lot of things there. Number one, you are a parent, maybe you are a single mother, maybe you are a widow, 
Maybe you are left, maybe your husband left you because of this voluntary work you are doing. So, of course, uh, uh, stress is there. Like uh, this, uh, national, like uh, International Women's Day has benefited us. We were together and, uh, you know, coming three days in such a hotel and, uh, you know, uh, changing experience, uh, singing is also, a, uh, it is a healing. So uh, there's a lot of healing going on even now because we move from wherever we are, from all the corner of Kenya and come together. Number two, um, uh, women, your defenders, needs a lot of trauma healing programs. Mm. They need trauma healing programs and they need to be capacity the building also, the women, so that at least they have uh, uh, something to depend on if it is possible. Mm. But yani, it is, even if it is anything to benefit their children because they are also parent. Mm. As, as you are, you know you are human, right? At the same time, you are a, a parent. At the same time, the community needs your contribution. So uh, they need to be supported. Okay. More, more funding to be given to National Coalition so that they can support women human rights defenders. You've you've answered two questions in one, yes. even though I've, I'd not yes. even asked yes. the other question. Oh, yes. oh, and yes. I love to hear that because uh, I was going to ask you, like, what would be your wish list, which you have rightfully mentioned uh, about it. And uh, it is it is very important that uh, I just re-emphasize some of the key things that I've picked from this conversation that uh, human rights work, it's not easy. Correct. Are, You're very correct. Yes. There are intimidations and attacks from even your neighbors, the closest mm. people, even your family. Mm. And it is more rampant when it's a woman human rights defender doing this kind oh, yeah. of work. Oh, yes. And the culture does not have a place for a woman. Yes. So it, it makes it twofold difficult mm. for someone to experience success. And we are very proud uh, to associate with you and to know you and to know the kind of work that you've done, the dedication that you've done. The, yeah. the, the, from even you, it's demonstrated from the very simple example that you have given to us. Yeah. Also, another thing is an issue about your family, you know, the, how a family can disintegrate because of the kind of work that you do, how you have sacrificed to support others, but your family, on the other hand, is also crumbling because sometimes we tend to forget to be caregivers to others more than we even care about ourselves and that our families. Uh, so it is very important that we alert that, but that should not be the case going forward. I think as human rights defenders, we need to put in place deliberate measures to cap this. As much as we are caregivers to others, we need to also take care of ourselves more. I also, uh, you know, advocate for the issue around uh, economic freedom, uh, whereby, as you have rightfully mentioned, in terms of people being able to have a source of livelihood mm -hmm. and also sustainably talk about the issue of uh, equipping other human rights defenders with skills to be able to offer services like trauma healing to the, to, uh, the constituents, to members of the community and members of the network. That is very, very nice, very um, forward-looking of you, and I believe that it is a, a very good recommendation that the project needs to uh, take into consideration as it goes forward. Uh, uh, Mama Habiba, before we just close, wrap up the session, maybe one word that you had to offer, maybe a piece of advice to the young and, come, and upcoming 
girls, women, men, boys who want to come into the work of protecting and promoting human rights. I want to tell all the good ladies, mamas, everybody, but that human right you have to sacrifice your life. You have to have a timetable for your family and a timetable for voluntary work that you are doing. You have to be yourself. Don't don't agree to be bribed so that the voiceless will miss their their rights. So I am telling them come up be volunteers, do your other work. You can be a teacher, you can be a medical personnel, you can be a business lady, you can be maybe in church or in mosque uh, or in madrasa. Islamically, we have madrasas, but automatically all women are human rights defenders without even asking. You will not see a lady uh, just standing there in a mboga and a lady is mistreated or raped and she looks at the, 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 the victim without helping. They're automatically human rights defenders. I'm telling them to come out and be yourself and help the voiceless ladies and children and youth in Kenya. Yes. Just in Habiba's words, come out and help the voiceless in Kenya. Thank you so much, Mama Habiba, for agreeing to sit with us today for sharing such an inspiring uh, story. For this podcast, the information that we share is purposefully for you to take, internalize, and choose what you do with it. We do not tell you what you should be doing. Rather, we just give you information for you to internalize, be motivated, stay motivated, and make a decision perhaps to be able to support and promote human rights. And thank you so much, Mama Biba. Thank you. And while you go back to Mandera, say hi to the women in Mandera, the people of Mandera, the good people of Mandera. Mm. Tell them we've missed them so much and we, we, we are still, you know, we are family. We are together. Thank you very much. I'll pass your greetings to Mandera people and our good governor that we have elected this time. We'll look into the problem of women and children. Uh, I'll take the greetings. In the forums I will be in, I will give the message. Thank Same you. Just thank you very much. Cause God bless you. Perhaps one last thing. In case people want to reach you on, uh, is Abiba International on Facebook or Twitter? We are on Twitter. You are on Twitter. Yes. So guys, reach out to Habiba International. Uh, that has been our time. Thank you, our dear listener, for always creating time to be able to be with us every week, every other day, to be able to listen and engage with our content. In case you have any content that you need to be shared, we are always available. You can reach us on Twitter at Defenders KE, Defenders Coalition, on Facebook at Defenders Coalition, and on Instagram at Defenders Coalition. Or you can write to us via email on info at defenderscoalition.org or you can hit us up on our uh, WhatsApp or uh, Signal or emergency line, which is 0716-200-100. Thank you so much. That has been our time. Until next time. Bye-bye. This is the Justice Watchers podcast, where we dive deep inside the world of human rights defenders in Kenya. We appreciate your audience. We encourage you to share this podcast episode on all your social media platforms. Tune into our next episode, same channel, on all podcasting platforms. 
championing the safety, security, and well-being of human rights defenders in Kenya. 